sometimes I get really angry and I just have to like take a moment and I have to go say vile things. Like mm-hmm. I have to go be really angry, really mad, but I need a space to do that and I need someone to be there to listen to it mm. and then help me come back around. Whatever It Takes is a podcast about just that. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes to get stuff done. Whether you're a filmmaker. Painter. Entrepreneur. Music. Whether you're a tech person. Artist. This podcast is about people getting stuff done and doing whatever it takes to do just that. This podcast is co-hosted by filmmakers Lindy Bustead and Dan Thornton. Whatever Whatever it it takes takes to get the art done. done. There are a lot of things that people don't understand uh, that you have to do. Uh, and we talked about a little bit earlier about how um, a lot of times we're doing these films on our own. Mm. What are some of the things that people don't understand are the things that it takes to make a project? And maybe maybe specifically with this project, what are some of the things that you have had to do or else it just would have, it would have vanished, it would have ended? The, the main thing that as filmmakers... And I think this is actually a good segue to what we talked about before and why process sometimes is different uh, or difficult and, and, and where we are in, in our process as creative peace, people. Fundamentally, um, you, you, you don't catastrophize small problems. Um, and frankly, if your identity is secure and your ego is in check, you won't. You won't catastrophize. You won't create drama where it doesn't need to be because you're not trying to protect yourself or enhance your reputation. This has been a hard project because I've been basically carrying it myself for two years. And I just have to, when things are going sideways, I just have to be like, okay, well, you know, I'm just not going to catastrophize that. I'm not going to worry about that. You know, frankly, for almost all interpersonal relationships, the, you know, if you can keep your reactions to challenges and problems in check, you're going to be okay. Um, but that's hard, particularly if you're a young filmmaker, if something that you plan meticulously and this is very true in features, less so because contingency is a big part of documentaries. You, you'll, you'll stumble across a part of a story you didn't expect, and you'll be like, holy shit, that's the story, and I've been doing this other story. Glad I figured it out, or glad I saw a glimpse of it. Feature film is not. It's a, but so, okay, so you get rained out of a, 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 of a shot. It's not, is it going to ruin your movie? Are you going to throw a fit? Are you going to freak the fuck out? Or are you going to go back and maybe, you know, consult the writer and say, well, we're going to write around this or, you know, are we going to use this opportunity as contingency to, to maybe have a creative response to that? And that might actually make the, the thing. It's very hard for me to uh, sometimes find that headspace when I think like in this project, man, raising money for this one is because I'm doing it in two consciousnesses. I'm doing it as an American filmmaker working in a, in a UK perspective. I'm trying to figure out a system I know nothing really about. There's been a lot of like, hurdles that I've had to jump through that I'm not entirely certain what the culture says about me when I have to jump through, you know, Scottish hurdles, uh, the politics. And I get an email saying, oh, no, you know, we told you we weren't going to fund you because of X, Y, and Z reasons. Well, you address that. Oh, that was great. Yeah, well, no, we changed the rules now. And for me not to wake up and being like, well, I'm just completely fucked. And to be like, okay, that's just more information. I'll just keep going. Keep my head down. It's not over until I say it's over. Don't catastrophize this. I would say that for a young filmmaker, keeping your cool and keeping your head <clears throat> when things look dire is fine. Yeah, the other thing to keep in perspective is this is not brain surgery. People's lives are not at stake in these fucking movies. So 
try to finish everything, but if something has to be put on the back burner, try to get it back. Um, but, you know, be willing to put it down, too, I guess, is one of those things. What about you? What, what do you think about um, turning the tables? Like, what's the hardest thing that probably people don't know about in terms of filmmaking, independent filmmaking? Um, it's something we've been talking about uh, recently because it, it came very uh, clear in this last feature is that there's this there's this saying, and I don't know who said it, but that the best actor on, on a set is the director. Mm. Explain that. We I've never are, heard that before. We, when you're directing, you are having to lie through your teeth that you know what you're doing, mm -hmm. that you that you have it all under control, that this new obstacle that you've just been presented, and there are many daily presented mm -hmm. that you can overcome, and that you aren't insecure and vulnerable and worried that it's that it's all going to fall apart and that you just let down all these 20 people that are surrounding and that, you. <laughs> and that at some point someone's going to figure out you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Exactly. And you just put all your money that you have <laughs> in your bank accounts and on your right. credit cards and you're going to lose it. Yeah. And you have nothing to show for it. And so it, it's, you have to, you have to balance, you have to balance all that and then somehow have fun on set and make, and make a movie and say something. And, um, that, I think that's the hardest part. I think that's the allowing and, and for, and forgiving yourself when you make a mistake, you have to be able to, you have to recover quickly. Think, yeah. Very quickly. And the other thing too is, 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 is ask for help and it's yeah. weird. It's counterintuitive, but so like a lot of the relationships that you have on set are built on trust. So like you what you've presented is that if the director looks confident in what they're doing, um, everyone feels more secure. Yep. Um, I think nothing speaks to confidence in terms of identity than the person says, I don't know how we should do this. What should we do? Can you help me with this? I don't yeah. understand how this works. Yeah. Because then you have an ultimate confidence. It's like, well, this person's ego, they don't mind asking for help and saying, I don't know how to do something. So I yeah. trust actually that they're going to, one thing is that I'll be able to have, they're, they're, they're listening to me my input as the first AC or as the set deck or something like that, that if they say, I don't know what this should look like, I'm going to be like, that's awesome. Thanks for volunteering, inviting me into the process. Mm -hmm. um, so I will trust that person who asks for help. This is particularly true. And I'll say this to students, to young people. If you're on set and you're afraid to tell people that you don't know something and that you need help, you're going to get caught and you're going to look really foolish. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know how to do something, ask for help. And also there's a balance there though, too, because you don't want to be the director that can't make any decision. Correct. So you have to balance that with, you need to have a clear vision. You have to, and that's where that comes, where that finding a project that taps into something, into your core is because that is what's going to drive those, those moments where you don't exactly know. So you have to tap back into that, into that yeah. intuition, into that core to help you know, guide you into the direction you need to go. Um, and yeah, and I, we love, we, we love surrounding ourselves with people that are smarter than us Yeah, because it is, that's, that's what makes film different than any other medium is mm -hmm. that that's what makes it special is that collaboration is yeah. that all, you know, all these minds put together are going to make something even greater than mm -hmm. just your single mind mm -hmm. could do. I, I think too, um, people don't, uh, another thing like, without 
Chris, and I hope he would say the same uh, about me. But without each other, we would we 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 would have <laughs> we would have stopped after like the first short. Why? Because we you need someone to to be able to like go and scream with. You need someone like when it's really frustrating and it's really hard and it's really um, emotional to just go cry it out. Mm. You need that safe space. And I think, I think people, um, try to be too much the, I'm the leader, like, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to bear it all, you know, Mm -hmm. but you, and so that's why you see really close producer director relationships, Mm -hmm. or if you're co-directors or cause you need at least one person to be able to, there are sometimes I admit like I get really mad. I'm a very passionate person. And so I get really angry and really sad. Like I'm, I'm on the, like the ends of the spectrum. Mm Mm-hmm. And sometimes I get really angry and I just have to like take a moment and I have to go say vile things. Like Mm -hmm. I have to go be really angry, really mad and just say the worst thing. But I need a space to do that and I need someone to be there to listen to it Mm. and then help me come back around. Like, Mm. because really like once it's out, then I'm, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. Then I, then I can, my logic brain comes back Interesting. (laughs) and I can move forward. Interesting. That's, That's, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. So I think, I think a lot of people don't, don't realize that it's again, it's okay to have someone to help you and you just need to find that person, that relationship that you can really be safe with. I don't know how you guys do it alone. (laughs) Uh, this was, which, which makes partnerships difficult sometimes. Um, and I, I would say that, you know, um, you really need to trust the partners that you work with. Um, everything should be, you know, you guys are in a marriage, so you're negotiating a lot of different things at the same time. So you have the process of negotiation figured out as best you can within that unit. Mm-hmm. Um, when you when you when you work with other partners, um, you should be very clear about the expectations in terms of how much resource allocation goes in, and that it's equitable. Um, and if that's not the case, you're going to run into problems, and people are going to feel like they're not um, that they're doing more than other people do, um, and that the payout is not going to be, if it's an equity in, equity out, and it's all an equal share, um, y- yeah, you got to have this, those, you got to have those difficult conversations and not shy away from them so that everyone knows where they're at in that process. Um, or you try to do things um, hyper uh, independently. Um, but as we talked about, that's fraught um, with a lot of potential um you know, problems in and of itself. So Mm -hmm. it's always a balancing act. And I think too, um, maybe, uh, I think you would agree with this as well, but you, we have to have skin in the game. Stakes. Yeah. We Mm -hmm. it has to be high stakes for us. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think a lot of people don't, they want to get into filmmaking and not have any stakes. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I think you're not going to survive as an independent filmmaker unless you realize and embrace that you should have the highest stakes. In the project? In the as, project. In, as the role of a producer, director, anything? Um, I think as a, if you are, if you're a director, which you're always, uh, is in independent film, I feel like you're always a director, producer. Right. Um, or or writer, director, hats. producer. Right, yeah. That you should have the highest stakes out of anybody. Because I feel like that makes it then when you're bringing people on that it's, it's, it's fair. You know what I mean? Like they can, I think there's there, it helps when people see that you have skin in the game. Oh yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Um, that it's not just, 
oh, I'm bringing you all on and, and I have no, you know, there's, there's nothing I'm going to lose if this goes south, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. 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 And that goes back to fundraising. Like, like, like if you, if you have an investor package prepared, you have to be accountable to those investors. Mm-hmm. So this, so your reputation is, it can be part of what the skin is in the game. Absolutely. Your creative vision and the confidence and the trust that you built up with the people that you work with, that's another aspect of skin in the game. Your passion and caring um, should be demonstrated. I don't think people should go into filmmaking to want to be long, to want to be like a bro, you know, and to bro down with the crew and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. If you're in a position of authority, no, you got to show up and you got to be a little bit less bro and a little bit more, you know, um, effective leader collaborator. And, and, and the boundaries that you got to protect yourself, like with that, like, I mean, I, I know Chris and I, uh, cause we, we, these people that we work with are our family. They're, they're some of our closest friends yeah. when it comes to being on set, we got to like, make sure that it's not friend time necessarily. Cause we got to get shit, you know, like it, right. it, it has to be a certain dynamic in order to, and I think everybody respects that like, yeah. because it's like, okay, we're here to get shit done. And maybe there's a reason why as the director, you don't go to last call with the rest of the exactly. crew. You go to a different bar maybe. Yep. Maybe if it's the culture is correct and that, that you feel welcome to that space and that's the kind of, cr- you know, crew that you're running and the, or that, you know, um, maybe you do. Go. I like you, to give my crew opportunity to bitch about us. Yeah, exactly. I want them. I, I know that we're not perfect and that, right. and that they need that safe space right. in order to complain mm-hmm. and to, and to with others right. on the crew. Again. Yeah. Collaborate, be familial, care a lot about your, your, your coworkers on set. Always say please and thank you. It's all the mm-hmm. great stuff that unions have taught us over the years about how you conduct yourself on set. But at the end of the day, you don't have to be their best friend or even one of their peers. It may not be functional. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that said, though, if you're on the other side of the, uh, if you're under the line and you're a crew person, you might want to check like how much agency you really do have in terms of giving feedback if it's not invited. Being a know-it-all can be very annoying to everybody mm-hmm. um, and counterproductive because you're just taking up space and time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, you know, it's a, de- it's a delicate balance, but a lot of crews just self-regulate. They get it right. I have a, I have a philosophy too, when I'm running a set, like as a first AD or in a, in a, in a producing role in a, in an actor producing role, like a, like a line producer or something, unless you do something, there's no firing. No one gets fired. You know, everyone gets an opportunity to, to have a discussion if things are going sideways, stuff like that. You have to really do something very bad to be fired, to be that. But no one gets fired and there's no threats. There's no cajoling. There's no yelling. Um, that's just my philosophy. It's like, unless we have to do something, we can probably take care of what needs to be done and addressed in a safe conversation that's private and appropriate and supportive of what needs to be done or, a, or if a conflict needs to be resolved um, to do it in an effective way. But no one gets fired, mm-hmm. you know? That's just dumb. Moving on. Anything else we have to talk about? Whatever It Takes is produced by Pete Ryan, Lindy Boosted, and yours truly, Dan Thornton. Recording and engineering by Gary Mula at the Bonnie Love Recording Studio in scenic Columbia City, Washington. Stay in touch. Give us some feedback. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know other things that you'd want us to talk about. We look forward to hearing from you.